Hi y'all, my name is Kayla. Welcome to my podcast or welcome back to my podcast if you are a returning listener. Thank you so much for tuning in today. So I'm going to be talking about the um, isms like racism, sexism, feminism, you know, just like the main ones that affect our society today. And if we're going to keep it a buck, all of them are very problematic unless it's womanism, but we're going to cover that later so without further ado let's dive right into it and start um dissecting all of these isms so the first one the most popular one at least is racism and just um as we're going through the episode i did look up all of these definitions on the merriam-webster dictionary so all of these definitions are going to be from there racism is a belief keyword belief that race is a fundamental determinant of human traits and capacities and that racial differences produce an inherent superiority of a particular race aka white people so like i was saying the key word in that statement is a belief is not solely based off of a fact and here's the thing racism makes absolutely no sense today like why are you still a racist piece of shit you're scared that somebody has a different skin tone than you make that make sense it's been proven time and time again that racial minorities are not a threat to society if anything the stereotypes that are projected onto people of color are the very same things that white people have been doing for centuries particularly white men and here and here's what it is back in like the slave days or whatever for those for those of you who don't know this might be a little graphic but the slave owners used to basically for lack of better words neuter black men because they didn't want them to impregnate their white women yet it was okay for these safe slave owners to go and rape black women and and they were to give birth to their children and then of course we have um you know colorism which we're gonna go into a little bit where the liar skin slaves were inside the house and had um the say almost all of the same privileges as white people and then also taking things that don't belong to them so right now in our day and age we have um um specifically like mexicans is the hot topic in the media right now um they're coming to steal our jobs and steal our land and blah 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 whoop de doo when white people came over here from europe to take land from native americans who have been here for a really really long time and basically say fuck y'all this is our shit and now and the ironic thing is now that same fear is being projected on people who who are the same people who came here for a better life they're just doing it in a different way they're not taking people's lands they're not out here raping women like like our former president trump likes to say they're not um they're not doing drugs not not a lot of them are dangerous people they're just people who are trying to come over here making a better lives for their family which in essence was the same thing that the first europeans that came over here were doing is that the way that they did it was mass genocide and just taking things that did not belong to them also i want to talk about a documentary that i listened to in one of my journalism classes um i don't remember the name of it off the top of my head but I remember um, the guy who was like basically helping to make the documentary. He was talking to a whole bunch of Mexican immigrants who were working at this, um, for for lack of a better word, like this farm in upstate New York. And it was a shitty job. 
like no pun intended like they were like cleaning up cow manure and trying to milk cows and everything and it was a very strenuous and disgusting process basically like they would have to be up at hella early in the morning and then leave hella late at night and then because they didn't have their u.s citizenship they would have to um they would have to carpool to go to the grocery store together or they would have to um have other people go get groceries for them and a lot of these men because most of them were men were the one were um they had families here as well who were actually american citizens a few of them were getting deported and everything it was a whole lot going on but one part in the documentary specifically the guy the main guy who was interviewing everybody he um he went to an unemployment place somewhere in new york he asked them if they were unemployed and then um and so he was saying like would you want to work like the job that basically the mexican immigrants were doing and a lot of them were just like absolutely freaking not so you're hearing actual americans who are unemployed saying that they don't want this job and the truth is is that a lot of americans don't want to do the dirty work that has to be done they want to do the jobs that um that require them to not have to basically clean up like shit or like work in the field and endure like harsh labor conditions at all they want more of an easier job with better pay which is totally understandable because you should get paid what you're worth and get what you and get the money that is equivalent to what you're putting in but a lot of americans will take jobs that are open even if they are unemployed they are struggling because it's nasty and dirty and they don't want to deal with it and then like I was mentioning earlier, um, colorism, so the definition of colorism is prejudice or discrimination, especially within a racial or ethnic group, favoring people with lighter skin over those with darker skin. So this is basically racism cousin, so hey cousin, how you doing sis? I feel like um, this issue isn't exclusive to the black community because a lot of people uh, because a lot of um, people of color like face this issue where lighter skin um, people are praised are more closely associated with whiteness than dark than darker skin people are specifically for the black community a lot of colorism stems from slavery and like I was mentioning um, because the white slave owners were raping darker skinned slaves they would have light-skinned slaves in the house dark-skinned slaves in the field and so because of this notion light-skinned people are seen as gentle and more attractive and prettier and more intelligent because they were able to get more opportunities than their dark-skinned peers they didn't necessarily get all of the same opportunities that they got as white people if they still looked um if they still um had afrocentric features but they were still able to pass. Darker skinned people are seen as more masculine and aggressive and dumb and super ugly because they're not close, because they're not closely associated with whiteness. I actually wrote an article about colorism and I can um, put that link in the description. But, um, I, but while I was doing that article, I found out a lot of interesting things to say the very least. Here's the thing with colorism. Colorism affects us in pretty much every single facet of life as racism does so for so we're for example we're gonna go to the prison system it's no surprise that white people get less time for the same crime as a black person because as we all know blackness is criminalizing everything so that's not a shocker there 
the real shocker that I found out was that light lighter skinned people also got shorter sentences than their dark skinned peers. So in the prison system, if, if you need a, a better reason to say why the prison system was bad, here it is right here. The fact that color is still being picked at even more is absolutely ridiculous. And then another thing that I found, it was a study from the University of Georgia in the um, mid-2000s. Um, um, so a black man... Well, as we all know, like, a black man is less likely to get a callback for an interview than a white man, even if they do have the same resume. But what makes this even more f messed up and fucked up is that a black man who has a master's degree and, like, past positions where he was in a higher position of power is less likely... They put that little, little, little more emphasis on that. They're less likely to get a job than their light skinned peer who has a bachelor's degree and quote unquote typical job experience. So, like, you know, working in retail, working in food, um, working out of college campus, all of that. And that's just crazy to me that the fact that even going into the 2000s, that we have colorism which not which I feel like is really talked about on a larger scale still affecting our normal everyday lives and dark-skinned people are at the bottom of the barrel and not getting the same opportunities as their light-skinned peers or white or white people that's absolutely fucking crazy but yeah so colors and racism they basically go hand in hand in order for us to tackle racism we also have to tackle colorism because colorism is still being used to dictate who gets a job who doesn't who's more attractive who isn't as you can tell by the media light-skinned people are praised more by influencers and um musical artists because they're seen as more attractive versus dark-skinned women who are seen as more promiscuous and ugly and um black bitches all this all this extra shit you know so those two need to be put in conversations together in order to dismantle those ideologies and beliefs then we have sexism another popular one that really pisses me off so the definition of sexism is behavior conditions or attitudes that foster stereotypes of social roles based on sex and like i was mentioning in my um trauma um in my trauma like series for lack of a better word like in, i don't remember which part it was it might have been um part two where i was talking about men are meant to be strong and show no emotions and being a breadwinner and you know protecting the family all of that i i mentioned that in the trauma episode and the thing is with sexism sexism really does affect men and women because for men they're because they don't have an outlet to express their emotions they just keep it all clumped in and start acting out in wild and crazy ass ways and the and because society is set up to benefit men sometimes men can't take no for an answer like i was mentioning in the um i believe it was in a trauma episode or a different episode but i do remember mentioning that um like for example when 
women reject men. It doesn't matter how they say it. They can say no in a nice way. They can say no in a mean way. They can say, like, you know, hey, like, I kind of want to be left alone or I have a boyfriend. We can try to come up with every excuse in the book why we don't want to talk to a man. But they're going to keep pressuring us and they're going to keep trying to get with us. And the thing is a lot of them aren't taught to accept no because they're supposed because you know women are supposed to be attracted to them women are women are want to flock to them and blah 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 nobody gives a fuck so when a woman says no to a man especially a man who has a huge ego considers himself hella attractive then he gets pissed and the sad truth is a lot of women get killed because because they say no to men no matter how they say it i remember um i'm not sure how long ago this had happened but it had to have happened within the last um one or two years but this girl who went to school in chicago i believe or lived in chicago one of the two this man you know he was trying to holler at her you know no surprise there you know she like ignored him and she went to her she went to her car in a parking garage and the man followed her and as she's trying to get into a car he basically chokes her and kills her i'm not sure if i if i got that whole story right but that but the gist was the gist is is that he followed her because he's because she said no to his advances and killed her and they found her the next day in her car and i believe he's like convicted i don't know if he's convicted but i believe he is definitely like facing trial right now for sure so it's like situations like that where like men were like men because the patriarchy i'll keep saying it over and over again the patriarchy has put this notion that men are the ones who know what the fuck they are doing and are the ones who can basically save the fucking world which obviously they fucking can't because they can't take no for a fucking answer even then not all not all men are like that it's just the men who are toxic and ain't shit are the ones who show themselves more than the men who are good and and everything and then for women because of these stereotypes that are placed on women as well sexism really affects women like more heavily in a way like we're supposed to see be seen as submissive and nurturing and pure and taking care of kids and just overall being like sweet nice delicate people and as we all know a lot of us are (laughs) of course like that and then for both men and women will we break these stereotypes it's seen as what the hell is wrong with you women want to you know go out and have sex with whoever they want if that's what you want to do that's your fucking business whatever you do with your dick or your vagina should have no bearing on on anybody else but because there's this there has been the stereotype placed on women for so long that we're supposed to be sweet and innocent and also cute now men are upset because they're like man these women are hoes like blah, blah 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 when men have been doing this shit for centuries men have been doing this shit forever and i remember i'm also like for those of you who don't know i'm also minoring in sociology so i learned in my sociology classes that i believe it was mesopotamia i could be wrong but um in mesopotamia men were allowed to sleep with whoever they fuck whoever the fuck they wanted whether they were single or married well actually i take that back they like it wasn't basically a crime quote-unquote for them to sleep with to like basically be um 
unloyal no Ari Lennox to their um to their wives but if a woman if a woman did the same thing committed adultery she was literally stoned and killed and I'm not saying in no way shape or form am I saying that it's okay for you to step out on your relationship if you feel like a relationship isn't working out anymore then you need to tell that person hey this isn't working out anymore and save both yourselves the time and the hurt other than cheating and um keeping secrets and everything that's not right for both men and women but men are mad that women are doing the same shit that they've been doing for a really really long time which isn't making a lot which isn't making a lot of sense to me because back in back in like the 50s 60s all that cute stuff even like the 40s 30s and 20s like women were okay with their husbands having mistresses to play sister wives with some other woman and that was very much so normalized but now in today's world we're a lot of women aren't tolerating that anymore and now the men are fucking pissed at least the men at least the men who um still believe that women should be submissive and all this extra stuff so now that a lot of men and women are trying to break this stereotype like men be strong showing no emotion and women be submissive and um you know like being pure and being and not like you know having sex with um, a whole bunch of people it's like the whole world feels like that it's just coming to an end because we're tired of all these stereotypes being placed on us people should be allowed to express themselves how they want with without people judging them like men should be able to share their emotions and say that they're upset or they're angry at whatever without having a fucking temper tantrum we don't teach men that they need to sit down and process their emotions and talk out their emotions they're just taught man up and stop being a bitch and then women are expected to just cook clean dance at the house and all that extra shit and now that women want to be more independent and make their own money and not rely on a man to provide for her it it seems to be the end of the world at least for like conservative people who still hold on to who still hold on to traditional beliefs about men and women we're gonna go into feminism and i don't identify as a feminist but we're gonna get to that later so the definition of feminism is belief in and advocacy of the political economical and social equality of the sexes expressed especially through organized activity on behalf of women's rights and interests a lot of people especially men the male species um see it as women basically hating men when that wasn't its original intent the original intent of feminism was to say was for women to say hey we want to be paid the same as men we want to be treated the same as men because at the end of the day we are all human and that's the basic definition of it so but today's feminism is like women like just hating on men shitting on men saying men ain't shit and to an extent men ain't shit but that's neither here nor there the basis of feminism is for women to be treated the same way as men even though they have different like body parts than men the fact that women still get paid less than men today makes absolutely no sense and then circling back to um basically like men hating women 
women him women hating men my bad um is that a lot of women are traumatized by men and have been traumatized by men for a really long time so yes a lot of women don't like men or they're even scared of men and that's not to say that women can't traumatize men i'm not saying that in any way shape or form women can very much so traumatize men but the way that our society itself is that men traumatize women because kind of circling back to sexism like everything goes together like they believe that women are supposed to be one way except of the bullshit that men do and we're tired of the bull and we're tired of the bullshit we genuinely are really tired of the bullshit and the fact that when we are sexually assaulted or sexually abused or um or attacked or any way by a man it's always excused with well you need to understand why a man did blah 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 or whenever we take it to the justice system there's more focus on how the man's future is going to be ruined versus the fact that this woman's privacy and everything was violated by the man who clearly didn't give a fuck about his future and just is a shit person because if he really cared about his future and he was actually a good person he wouldn't have done what he did it just it just sucks and like feminism really is for both sexes to be able to coexist and be treated this and be treated the same and then going back to and then going back to racism feminism was made for white women by white women but we're gonna get into that in a little bit um it circles back to racism like with the like with the pay disparity how a white man is getting paid more than a white woman a white woman is getting paid more than a black man and a black man is still getting paid more than a black woman it's a whole lot a whole lot going on the fact that studies base their base the pay disparity based on white men is crazy like for example i believe black women get 63 cents for every dollar that a white man makes it takes them almost double the time to make the same amount of money that a white man makes in a year the fact that we base our studies off of what the white man is making is crazy and the real and the real truth is that asians are making more money than white men but that's a whole nother topic for a whole other day but it's just it's just crazy that even today we still have pay disparities among sexes and races and when you think about it like all these isms come together to create the structure that is american society and some other places around the world it can be more extreme depending on where you are but at least these facets um everything that i've been explaining so far are what make up american society american society was built off racism and then colorism decided to come along and say hey i want to join the party sexism just is there and then feminism and sexism are high-fiving each other um it's it's a lot it really is a lot and at least out of all the isms that i've listed so far feminism seems to be the most positive but even then like i said feminism was made for white women by white women it originally it did not include people of color and then along with that the last ism that i'm going to mention in this episode is womanism and the definition of womanism is a form of feminism focused especially on the conditions and concerns of black women
And as a lot of us know, black women are seen as more masculine, especially dark-skinned black women. And, like, like, take it back through history a little bit. Even though the 19th Amendment granted all women the right to vote, black women especially still had a hard time trying to get registered and actually voting, especially in the South, because of Jim Crow, racism, segregation, like, all of that like black people getting lynched like black people are still getting lynched today but nobody wants to talk about that either it's it's just a lot to take in and as a black woman like a lot of times i feel like i have to fend for myself even as a black person i feel like i have to fend for myself as a black woman i feel like i'm just getting attacked from all sides especially by my own black men like um kind of detour for a little bit i have dated and talked to a lot of black men okay like the majority of my dating slash talking history has been black men so i have and a lot of those black men have not treated me right that's not to say that i do not like black men i love i love black men like i really do like want to marry a black man but the fact that my own men in my own community can just treat me so horribly because they hold on to these some of these beliefs of white of white men that have been like plaguing our community is very sad and the fact that we have to have a sector of feminism for black for black women because black women originally weren't recognized is very disheartening and very much so <laughs> sad and like I was saying, like all these isms really like come together to create what we're going through today in our society. Like America is, she's not doing so hot. Like she's actually like, there's just so much going on. There's just a whole lot of violence, oh, like within communities, and then police brutality and all these um, shootings and everything. It's it's just a lot to take in and if there are any isms that i missed i can make a part two of this and leave a little um poll of which ones you guys would like for me to discuss next but these are just the main ones that really shape our society today and how we operate as people and with all that being said um thank you so much for tuning into this episode i really do appreciate it be sure to follow me on Instagram and Twitter at K underscore D underscore DC. Wait, wow. I don't even know my own Twitter and Instagram, y'all. My bad. Um, at K underscore D underscore CJ for um, updates on podcast episodes and YouTube updates as well. And then I also made a TikTok. So for the, well, I always had TikTok. I just repurposed it. It's more so for video so like you know doing video teasers and everything so my tiktok is um at k the cj so just get rid of all the underscores and all the cute stuff but yeah once again thank you so much for tuning in and i will catch you guys in the next one